Welcome to the Good Fight Radio Show, a program dedicated to bringing you vital and uncompromised truths that you won't hear in the mainstream media, discussing contemporary issues in light of the Bible and how these issues relate to family, culture, and the church. The heart of this show is to glorify Jesus Christ and expose the works of darkness as he is commanded in Ephesians 5.11. Now here's your host, Good Fight Ministries' own Chad Davidson. Praise God, I am just beyond excited because I have to say, when it comes to the Christian music scene, so to speak, but also just being able to worship, I just cannot get enough of listening to Shane and Shane's music. So I want to welcome you guys to the Good Fight Radio Show. Glad to be so here. Glad to be here, brother. Thanks, Chad. Well, praise God. You know, I, I have a ton of questions for you guys, but hopefully I'll keep you guys limited as much as possible. But, you know, first and foremost, how did you guys get started in playing music together? I think that's a, a great place to start. Yeah, um, you know, uh, I was going to Texas A&M, uh, whoop, whoop, uh, Shane uh, transferred to Texas A&M his junior year, and uh, he got asked to play a concert by his roommates, because he knew like 20 worship songs and had a guitar, uh, and they were putting on this big outdoor festival, and so he didn't have a guitar that plugged in, so we had a mutual friend, he's like, hey man, Shane's like, I don't know how he said yes. He's kind of a shy kid, but he said yes. Play this concert. And uh, th- the friend said, hey, man, why don't you go borrow this guitar from this other dude named Shane? So he comes over. He's like, hey, man, can I borrow your guitar? I'm like, sure. So that was kind of like how we met. And at the time, I wasn't even a believer. And so Shane Shane borrows my guitar, and then, and then he, he gives it back. And I don't know if it, like the Holy Spirit was on it or something. But within a couple of weeks... I got saved in a bar in Colleen, Texas, like just crazy, crazy radical transformation. So anyway, I I like come back and then that next, like I get saved on a Saturday night. I go to church on a Sunday morning and the next Sunday I'm singing in this choir at this little Baptist, not really that little, but this Baptist church. And him and his buddies are there. Like <laughs> that's that dude. They like grab me and say, "Dude, you want to come over and like play some dominoes or something?" They felt bad for me. I don't know. I didn't know the words. I don't. I don't. I mean, I think they were making fun of me more than anything else. And they're like, "We gotta hang out with that guy. He's special, you know." So they they invited me over, and and then that. I mean, like after that time, after he played that concert, I mean, people started calling him to come and like whether it was a coffee shop or disciple now or a lock-in or college group or and then you know within a within a, probably a few months of that concert there was a lot of people at that place but at the concert but he like dropped out of school and you know we became friends and he's just like hey man you want to roll cables for me and i'm like yeah i do he's like i don't have any money i was like that's okay i don't need any you know just, just give me some bread or something and so anyway, that's pretty much that's pretty much how it, how it started. <laughs> because you wanted to play a concert but had no guitar. He didn't. Well, he had a guitar, just didn't plug in. Yeah. <laughs> that's amazing. yeah. No business playing music or no business preaching about Jesus. Um, you know, o- only the Lord. I mean, uses the least of these, you know, over and over again to do his, you know, whatever. Just any any willing heart, they'll say yes. 
in, not that music's any more awesome or special than anything else. It was just very uh, unlikely for us. And so, and I think uh, that was part of God's design because we're both real prideful guys. And so it's just been easy to go, man, I have no idea how any of this happens. <laughs> and to this day, I still don't really know um, what the heck I'm doing. Uh, but I know that God uses uses willing hearts to um, come alongside of his work. And um, he does the work. I mean, we just show up, you know. And if we're faithful to just show up, then he does his thing. So no, it's I been awesome. That is so beautiful to, to see that. And I know so many people, and it's really great, because people are always asking, hey, music, do you guys have any suggestions, you know, for some good Christian music? And, you know, so many of the songs that you guys sing, they're so impactful. And most recently, I was listening to Living Water, and I know you got two of those, so if you Google search them, uh, it might mess you up. But I'm listening to it, and all of a sudden I hear, one life will soon pass, only what's done for you will last. And I go, wow, CT Stud, man. I'm like... These guys, man, you guys must be into the missionaries as well. I mean, in my mind, I don't know, uh, you know, where you guys obviously you could have heard of it at a sermon or something, but getting into the missionaries as well seemed like for me, I was like, wow, these guys love some Jesus, man. That's my opinion. I don't know. You guys let me know. I don't I hope know. So. <laughs> I mean, most of the time, you know, when when I'm writing a song, it's I'm writing it to myself, you know, and so it. It, it, the the fact that God uses it in other people's lives is awesome, but most of the time I'm going, my heart needs to be reminded of this, you know, and so uh, yeah, it comes out of a place of weakness for sure. And and that's that's your new project, right? Uh, that album that you guys just work on. Not only you guys have worship initiative, and I'd love for you guys to speak to that as well because I think these are so impactful for a lot of worship leaders that are like, hey, we want to play some music, and we want it to be beneficial to the body of Christ. And, you know, it's things that we're all listening to. And so maybe give us a little background on the worship initiative and what you guys are doing with that as well. Yeah, so the worship initiative is a website. But it's not just a website. It's records that you can listen to on Apple or Spotify or whatever. But, like, the worship initiative as a tool, as a training tool, as an online platform for worship leaders, song leaders, or someone who wants to learn how to play worship music. You know, and so we take the songs that traditionally that the church has been singing, whether they're they're a hymn or something that might be considered as kind of a praise chorus that might be a little scripture-like, and we want to inform the body by the Word of God. And so we'll take songs that the church is singing, and we'll infuse those with with scripture. Been doing scripture tagging. We'll we write devotionals for every song that we sing on our platform, but then kind of the meat of it, or, or what we want, the, the hook, if you will, is uh, training. And so training in instruments, training in uh, uh, kind of like all, all sorts of, so like how to play the acoustic guitar in G shapes, um, to like um, the Nashville number system, or just how to play the bass on Our God is Greater. You know, so it's like, it's a, it's a, it's a wide gamut, but every song that we sing has a page, that you can go and learn all 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 about it. And we love it for for groups and churches that, especially volunteer teams. It's so helpful to create a set list, and your entire team can get an email with all the songs and then their parts. And so it kind of gives them a tool that, especially if you're working with volunteer teams, it's super helpful to 
for them to be able to, to practice at home and know exactly the way that the song is going to go. Everybody's looking up the same chord chart. They're not each looking up videos on YouTube on how to play the song. And it's just like, what version of the song, you know? So we, we, there's all kinds of things we do. But ultimately, we want to equip the body um, to sing and to sing the word. And so that's what the worship initiative is. And so we love it. No, that's beautiful, man. And I, I think it's so great what you guys are doing for the body of Christ. For so many people to really get into and understand what they're singing and how to sing in it, even if they're just, you know, kind of new to the game, so to speak. You know, even if they just want to sing it to their families, it seems like it's such a benefit. I know that uh, Tommy, he's one of the guys who works at Good Fight Ministries. He has subscribed to it, so then I get to use it a little bit with him. So and he's not much of an artist, so he's trying. Uh, but but it is wonderful, all the, all the things you guys got going on and, and what you're doing. And I think it really speaks to your heart, hearing your music and hearing you guys sing for the Lord. And, you know, I've been to a number of you guys' concerts, and you heard you guys share. And, you know, right now, it seems like in the Christian music scene, so to speak, you have a ton of things going on with, you know, deconstruction and people kind of moving away from scripture and, and those things. And I wanted to see maybe from somebody who's more inside, obviously I'm on the outside on this, but when you guys hear about that, people kind of pushing aside the word of God to a point, you know, and saying, hey, I don't really know if I believe this anymore and kind of have that deconstructing away. How is it something where you build barriers where that's not happening in your walk with Christ, one, and what are kind of your feelings when that does happen to somebody you might know? Oh, it reminds me of just a couple days ago, we were, I was at my brother's home church and we were reading about the different kinds of uh, soils that the seed lands on and um, the third being thorny, you know, the cares and pleasures of this world choke out the seed. The funny thing about that that I noticed, side note, this is for free, um, is that the first two the end result is really bad, like uh, destruction-ish. That soil, um, it's just the fruit never matures. That's the end result, which I thought was interesting and speaks to God's lavish grace, um, but also speaks to a life that I don't want to be a part of at the end of the day. I don't want to... It's just like, oh, the fruit never matured. I mean, it was fruit, but never was edible. And, and it's just, it just, it was just don't want to be a part of that. Um, and so I, I think that uh, that being said, um, those deconstructing, those of us in, in stories that we read, I mean, media is huge. Maybe, maybe it's the, the avenues of which we hear it are so much greater we hear about it more today than we did 20 years ago but it's not surprising um it, it's very sad i've shed a lot of tears over some friends of mine um but it's not surprising i mean we look in the scripture we we see a remnant we see a narrow road and we have a song that says may the few be many lord here um because i don't want the few to be few i want the few to be many and um, and so, yeah, it's all we, we're always going to see. Sadly, those three kinds of soil pan out, and you know, in inside, inside of what we would say Christendom, um, and uh, and so I think for us it's just desperation. I mean, recently, I mean, within the last handful of months, I put um, the last two verses of 
the of Jude 1, it's like the doxology verses that God's able to keep us from stumbling and he's able to keep us to the end and uh, and more and more I'm clinging to those passages of God's keeping ability because I just don't I, um, so much greater men than I have have fallen um, and and or just never it just never took root in the first place however you want to however you want to frame that no, no, and no, no. Um, God is uh, God is so good to keep us even in our mess and I know that a lot of those folks or several of them that I know have deconstructed and God's created something new and they've and they've come back um, and so the deconstruction was purposeful and in God's economy and 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 that's our hope for a lot of folks in that in that position that that yeah they'll deconstruct something that wasn't real and then and then God will create something that is and that um, and it will live forever into eternity and so, yeah, I'm talking too much. But. No, please. No, that's a wonderful word. And, I, you know, if even though you didn't say why, for me, listening to you just speak to that, it just seems like having the Word of God so richly in you, talking about the Word of God as that stronghold, you know. And so maybe you can speak to that, that secondary question of what are some of the things that you do? Like you said, making sure, like Jude 1, I, I love Jude, man. It's like this dark corner that no one reads a lot of times in the Scripture, you know, but it's such a beautiful, beautiful text to defend the gospel. But, you know, some of those, those things, those barriers that you kind of make sure, like, hey, I'm not going to fall into those things that so many people are falling into. Are there, are there certain things, maybe in fellowship or anything that you're doing that you're like, you know what, I don't want to be, like you said, one of those other three soils, I want to be that fourth soil. You know, is there anything like that that you're like, you know what, this is what I'm doing. You know, because some people safeguard, hey, I don't want to step outside of the bounds of marriage, so I'm not having meetings with a woman, you know, that's not my wife and so forth. But anything like that that you guys are doing, uh, speak more volumes to what you already said. And God, it's God's power keeping us in his love. You know? Yeah, you know, I, I, I've kind of, I feel like I've said it a lot today. It's kind of where I've been. I have a 15-year-old daughter. Uh, you're in prayer. Yeah, you're in prayer. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah. But, you know, I, I think how how would we keep ourselves pure? Like, I mean, it's and we talk about that, like Psalm 119. Amen. It's just like, what do we do, man? We how, how do we keep our way pure, man? We hide God's word in our heart. You know what I mean? Like, I think that it's simple, but then I think scripture just, it's all over the place, man. I mean, we've got to renew our mind daily. You know, we got to put to death the deeds of the flesh. You know, and it's just like, these members, man, we're at war. You know, I was reading Romans 7 this morning again, you know. And it's just like, man, we're, we are constantly putting to death the deeds of the flesh. I told my daughter, you know, because it's like, okay, say she wants to listen to Billie Eilish. You know, and she's like, oh, it's good. And it's like, oh, Dad, is this a bad song? I was like, well, I wouldn't say it was a bad song. I don't want to say it. it if it's a bad song or it's a good song, it might be a really good song. But it's a really bad, it's really bad theology. <laughs> you know what that. I mean? Amen. But it's Amen. a good song. It sounds good. I mean, yeah. they, they got, it sounds good. It yeah. sounds good. I'm not going to lie. It sounds good. I like the way it sounds. Right. It's got a pretty cool voice. It's kind of melancholy. Makes me feel a way. So, I mean, you know, all these things. No, you yeah, know, like with saying, a 15-year-old girl who's like full of angst and just wants to live in the emotion. You know, but I'm like, well, I don't want to say good or bad. What I want to say is, it is are you filling your your heart, and your mind with truth? You know, and it's just like, 
uh, I told her, you know, yesterday, I'm just like, so what would you want to do? Say you wanted to, say you wanted to kill a man. What would you do? What would you do? Plan it out. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, would you, yeah. if you put a man in a yeah. room and you were like, okay, I'm not going to feed you for like a month, what would happen? You would eventually die. You would eventually starve, die. Yeah. You would starve it. You would starve it. And so it's just like, what are you feeding yourself? And so if it's like, if you've got these thoughts that are, are you know, are contrary to who you want to be, you know, or contrary to what the Lord says you are. Like, if you feel like you're unloved, if you feel depressed, if you feel anxious, would you want to feed the things that are depressing or that cause anxiety? Or would you want to feed the spirit that brings life? That's what you, that's, that's the question. It's not that it's good or bad. Because, but is it, is it feeding your soul? Are you feeding your soul the things that are promised to you if you do? If you, are, are you feeding yourself good food? And so I think, how does a young man keep his way pure? By hiding the, the word in your heart. And so I'm let fill your heart Feed your heart with things that are true and noble, right, pure, lovely, admirable, excellent, worthy of praise. And the litmus test is the Word of God. You know, it's just like that's the litmus test. If you want joy that surpasses understanding, you've got to feed the Spirit, which gives you the strength. It's the only place that it comes from. You know, and so how how do we how do we keep our our feet from slipping? You know, that's the answer. It's a it's a simple answer, but it also it's like a it's like an active. Uh, it's something active that you do, but it's something divine that happens. You know what I mean? And so we, it's like we we have to turn our gaze somewhere. We turn our gaze to heaven. That's where the help comes from. You know. And so I think that's it, you know, and we're not perfect in that by any means, but that we know the truth and, and that's how, that's how. Yeah. I have to, I just add, um, living in community, authentic community is a, a big one that, uh, I've had seasons of like, you know, living a, uh, uh, somewhat of a double life because I just wasn't living in authentic Christian community where just lines of communication, confessing our sin to one another, you know, James too, that brings healing. Those kinds of things have been really helpful. Um, and all of that is informed by God's word. So, I, I mean, uh, you know, this is like, what do, what, what do I need to do? Okay, here's what I need to do. Um, so that's been, that's been really helpful. And there's all kinds of practical decisions along the way. Like we lead a young adult thing um, pretty often at our church, filled with thousands of young adults. I always just I literally, no one sees me when I'm done. I, there's no lingering around. I, for, I, we've done it for, I don't know, nine years. I've never one time, not one time, stayed and talked to a person because I know myself. And I just leave. I just go home to my wife. 
This is not. It's just, I just don't want to be there. You know, and this, this, there's practical things like that that um, come out of God's word and community. That it's like there's a abiding in abiding in Christ comes with a lot of uh, dying to yourself decisions daily. Yeah, and uh, and it it's not what you, your flesh wants to do. It's what, you know. But like Shane said, you like you know eventually I mean you are making decisions for your joy like it doesn't feel like that those decisions in the moment you know whether it's this or that um, are for your greatest joy but we do believe that that the, the fullness of joy is found in his presence and um, and so we're we're banking our life on it I mean you know it's like either eat drink and be merry or, or you bank your life on something that's beyond the sun and we're banking our life that Jesus Christ is, is who he says he is and um, and he's worth dying for. No, I couldn't agree more with that. That's be- beautiful. Thank you guys so much for sharing that. And, you know, I, I, this is just, I'm wondering because you guys obviously are traveling a lot and so forth. Do you find that difficult kind of being in fellowship outside of obviously one with another? I'm sure you guys fellowship families and so forth. But away from your, I'm sure you have a congregation you call your home uh, fellowship, but traveling so much, is it more difficult or... You know, or is it one of those situations where you're like, yeah, but this Sunday we're making sure we get back. What kind of, what kind of, in terms of keeping that community going, making sure you're always plugged in at your home fellowship with leaders above you, is that a difficult thing being on the road as an artist? Uh, you know, I think early on in our career it was non-existent. You know, I think the Lord was really gracious to us, sustaining us, and I think that's part of the gift of being two guys who, who kind of like we're on equal footing and so like if he was if he was trying to be a little too you know rock star or if i was trying to be a little bit rock star we we kind of shamed each other back into submission most of the time (laughs) sarcasm was king yeah a lot of sarcasm Ooh, look at mr important you know there was a lot of that going on uh the lord sustained us and we lived in pretty close community like and, and and again, I, I don't want to even remotely pretend that there was not a lot of failing moments uh, in our life, even our lives as believers. But the Lord was really gracious to us uh, in a sense of like uh, keeping us close to to His heart ultimately. And and I think you know as we've aged, um, the Lord has brought great. Uh, uh, leadership into our life who has who who has who have reminded us uh, like what Shane is and given us a good context for what what walking in community and transparency looks like. Uh, and again, that's messy too. You know, you're talking about the blind leading the blind most of the time. But the Lord has been in gracious in to bring uh, men and women in our in, into our families' lives who are who love us enough to tell us the truth. And, uh, and man, it, it, it's, it's vital, man. The body needs the body. It's the provision of the Lord uh, to give us um, uh, the body to support us, you know? And that's, that's living in the context of community, uh, biblical community, where you practice the one another's of Scripture, uh, you know, hopefully, if not daily, almost daily, you know? And so that, that's been a gift. Um, 
to to both of us uh, to be known, you know. Uh, and so, um, yeah. And now when we go out and play a concert, it's kind of a gift. It is a gift because it's like we get a little away time, get some perspective, get the noise goes down, the sheer amount of words coming out of my house with five females in it. Um, I get a we get a break. Same yeah. with Shane. And, um, you know, we do it a lot less than what we used to. We still do maybe 50 concerts a year, but um, it's just, you know, it's a it's a privilege to go out, preach the gospel, come back to our ladies. So we love it more and more. We're home a lot. No, that's beautiful. And I say this, this is more less my viewers, more as a father of four. And I have two little girls, two older boys, but older is nine and seven. Yeah. So I'm, I, I got all little ones but you know in terms of your ministry you know you said five little girls you have no he has he has well if you consider his wife his a wife, little girl okay. yeah <laughs> yeah which she kind of is uh but uh 33, 33 year old little girl yeah. she still is <laughs> yeah my wife too uh, yeah yeah so i have i have three daughters three daughters and, and a wife wow. so yeah so, so there's four women in my house yeah what is that like in terms even if because i i've noticed even my heart changed two boys and I'm a wrestling coach I teach my boys you know how to be men and so forth and then my daughters just my heart crumbled and I've noticed even sermons I write and teachings I do are a little different so I have to ask you when you're writing music when you're performing is there a difference you know even did you notice because I'm just telling you my honest opinion palpably I felt different in the way I taught with just having that understanding of my little beautiful little girls that I have uh, is there a difference you found in ministry when it came to, and your music, when it came to writing music after having your little girls? Yeah, I mean, just understanding of God's grace, like the measure of God's grace. I mean, I know we'll never, I mean, j- just the, the glory of God's grace will always be unfolding. Um, but just those rotten little things of how I, I can't, I can't not, they can't not melt me, you know, they're rotten, they, that's all they know how to do is disobey. So you're saying you believe in original sin, I mean, I have one child, and my theology was cleared up, totally, (laughs) yeah, just, just little, just wanters, you know, ruthless, and I just love them, I love them so much, you know, um, they're just so sweet and special. And so it definitely has shed some light on just the, the father's heart. I'm just a sinful man, and it's, it's built in me. I'm not, it's, it's nothing that I'm doing on purpose. Um, and so it's been really, really sweet. I've had so many, so many life-changing moments with my, with my girls uh, of, of how I see God, interact with God, um, for sure. So I, I agree with you. Yeah. It's dependence, man. You know, I mean, I think the Lord has used marriage and kids. I mean, if you really, if you really want it to be healthy, if, and, unless you just block them out and go in your room and shut the door or just come home and turn on the TV, if you engage... You engage, man, it's a lot of work. You know what I mean? I mean, if you want to do it, 
if you want to parent and not let the TV parent, you know what I mean? Like, I mean, it is a, it is a, it is a death to self. You know, like, and man, what a, what a gift and what a tool in the hands of the potter to help us understand what it means to serve. And he talks about it a lot with no expectation of return because the return ain't there. You know what I mean? It doesn't matter how much you do. It doesn't matter how many dinners you cook or how many times you take out the trash or how many beds you make or how much puke you clean up. It doesn't matter. It, it's There's zero... You can't, they, they're not going to give you anything. And so it's a life that's laid down. And so that's the way our Father has laid down His life for us. And I hope it reminds us of that. And so when you're... When you're loving on your kid and they're throwing the spaghetti in you because, you know, for whatever reason, we do sinful things, you know, it's just like, you know what? God, give me the strength for today. I need you. I need the help because, man, I just want to, I just don't know if I can do it. I don't know if I can do it again. I don't know if I can get on the floor again. I don't know if I can clean it up again, you know, but you do. And it just takes the Holy Spirit's help. But, like, I think just kids and marriage and all that, man, if you're working on it, man, it's work. You know, but it's so sanctifying and so good. And He gives us enough mercy for today, not tomorrow, enough for today. So ask for it because He can sustain you, you know. Amen. Amen. And I, I want to thank you guys for sitting down with us. It's just been a, an absolute pleasure to have Brothers in Christ singing music we love. Is there any project, any music you're working on, any tour you're on that you, you'd like to plug a little bit so we can get that out there to people? Our, our most recent thing is actually um, a kid's record called Worship in the Word. Um, it came out a month ago. And uh, we wrote songs from God's Word and put our kids and a lot of other kids and families in a room and sang these songs together. And uh, not too far off from any much of anything else we've written other than they're filled with kids' voices. And you can find episodes uh, of those on rightnowmedia.com. Um, and uh, we're, there's a whole series, 10 episodes, where it's the music video kind of experience and then a teaching and then you know kids are asking questions and interviews and all those kinds of things. And, and so, um, But we're super passionate about that, largely because our kids are in that age group where... We want them to um, not only, like, have tools to memorize Scripture, which, you know, like, our, at our kids' school, they have a lot of those tools, and we use a lot of those tools at home. Where it's like, we're, you know, we're just taking advantage of these little sponge brains. We're memorizing Scripture, but actually incorporating devotion to Jesus with it. And so that's a, a, a largely the goal of this record is to take God's Scripture, pray it back to Him, and then turn it into a prayer of devotion to him um, and so we're really excited about that it's called Worship in the Word um, you can get it on Spotify iTunes and all that so yep awesome man well thank you guys so much for joining Pleasure. us and you guys are an absolute blessing man God bless you guys thank you, thank you brother thank you, Lord brother thank you guys you've been listening to the Good Fight Radio Show brought to you by Good Fight Ministries 
If you're blessed by this show and would like to partner with us, please consider visiting our Patreon page at patreon.com goodfight. Or you can write to us at P.O. Box 2202, Simi Valley, California, 93062. Or call us toll-free at 1-866-JC-TRUTH. That's 1-866-528-7884. We hope you'll tune in next time on the Good Fight Radio Show.